And we're not saying that you can't love aesthetics because no, we love it. aesthetics. This is an Look aesthetic. Look at how we're dressed. Look at how we're you dressed. You literally can't because it's a podcast. Yeah, we love aesthetics. Lauren's got literally everything in here is aesthetic. Our houses are basically mid-century modern travertine. And I mean, it's it's as aesthetic yes. as you could get. So we're, we're not telling you not to care about aesthetics. But just to understand that even the people no, you No, don't look, care about them. I want to buy yeah, all of it. I We need to care about it so you don't care about it so we look No one best. like mid-century modern. Nobody like mid-century modern. <laughs> so throw it away. It. Um, us collaboration also yes. us competition um welcome to obsessed the pop culture podcast where we discuss the latest hot topics occupying our collective brain space i'm lauren and i'm kayla and we're your hosts be sure to support us on patreon.com for more exclusive content Okay, <laughs> what, are we, what are we talking about today, Kayla? Okay, I am so excited. I'm hiding my handy-dandy iPad from Lauren so that mm-hmm. she is just on the wild ride, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm really excited for Always. today's episode because it's a topic that, honestly, even I have such a complicated and even hypocritical relationship to, uh, and it's the idea of becoming that girl or the that girl trend. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's get into this. Yeah, I was going to say... I don't know what that is. Yeah, well, that's amazing. Um, honestly, <laughs> okay. like, and like, I, I'm sure I generally understand the concept because I am a woman and a girl. Of course, yes, you will. <laughs> and I, you know, understand yeah. like general yeah, yeah, yeah. beauty standards and YouTube and, and whatever. Yeah, but yeah. in terms of like the execution of the term, no, you know. yeah, not hitting it. Are you on TikTok, Lauren? No, oh. I am not on TikTok. Get I, there's to me. probably like five young Gen Zs that just clicked out of the episode. They were like, absolutely. They're not on TikTok. Oh, they, <laughs> you know, there's definitely five of you just left. But for the rest of you that are still here. <laughs> and you know what? For those five, good for you. And good for you. You know, you know your worth. <laughs> you know we are not, we're not worth you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Really, because you are the true ex- experts on this. But no, so I am, I wouldn't say I'm chronically online or anything, but I am up to date on the that girl trend on TikTok for sure. Um, so this is a trend that rose to popularity in like spring, April 2021. Um and no one actually knows who started it. I really, if you know oh. somehow and you're like, that's not true, l- like drop us a line somewhere and leave a yeah. comment because there's nothing out there to actually tie it back to who started this trend. But it's this this trend that's honestly become such a part of, I feel like, especially Gen Z or like young millennial vernacular on YouTube and TikTok that at this point, I don't know if it's a trend or just like a mindset mm. of oh, an, um, a mindset that is a direct reflection of our overemphasis on uh, productivity mm. and, and the uh, crossroads of that in romanticizing your life. Oh my God, wait. So is that girl like the girl that wakes up at 5 a.m.? Yes. Oh, so you know what I'm talking about. Exactly. Up. How it's do you YouTube. better your life? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Better your life. Somehow okay. it always starts with waking up when everyone else hole. is asleep. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. And I feel like we got to that girl through, you know, all of the different trends. So what was it? Before 2020, it was like the CEO morning routine, right? <laughs> she, you've got to wake up at 2.30 a.m. A CEO never sleeps. A CEO never sleeps. The CEOs are always open. <laughs> the eyes never rest. <laughs> he always has a six-pack and it's always a man. Yeah, it's, it's like the woman version of it. Instead of waking up, <laughs> instead of 
waking up and like eating nails and going to the gym. We're waking up at, you know, 5.30 in the morning. Um, we're eating a green juice. We're taking our dogs out for a walk. We're, yeah. we're journaling after some intense meditation. There's always something to journal mm. about. Maybe we're reading. If we are, you know it's what? self-help. Men need to be journaling more. Men need to be journaling more. They definitely do. You know who could use it? That Men. man. Yes. <laughs> that man. That man. man. Yes. Um, they're always making <laughs> that some. That boy. That boy. <laughs> You're right. We got to make it even. Yeah, yeah, it that yeah. girl. They're always making some generic healthy food in the videos. Mm. It's always, you know, a, a granola bowl or oatmeal <laughs> or it's always a green juice. It's it's some kind of like healthy vegetarian, potentially mm-hmm. vegan breakfast that's mm. small, very colorful and takes much too long <laughs> to make that nobody makes in yes. their day to day life. Yes. Or it's an avocado toast with just way too much time put into it. Mm-hmm. Um, they're decorating their rooms. They're having a signature scent and it's never like something affordable. <laughs> It's like a signature Oh, yeah, yeah, yep. exactly. Which is funny because signature Lalabo, you know what I mean? Like yeah. everyone's Everybody signature. Everybody smells yeah. like that, you know what I mean? And, and, and then most importantly, I think is the most important thing in the, that girl's morning routine is waking up at the ass crack of dawn. Absolutely. Think about the earliest time you would ever want to wake up add an hour or two to it and that's when that girl wakes up what is she getting up to do i'm not sure yeah why yeah but it's always to fill her morning she's not running she's, is she sometimes that's actually oh. a really great part of that okay. girl so you know what you can lace your lace yeah. those shoes on and go out for a stride and you know what that is good for her I and mean, it is and that that leads us into <laughs> the pros and cons on um this walking pinterest board lifestyle because why it's important right now right you're listening to this. We've just embarked on a new year, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. at the start of the year, a lot of us are going to be thinking about, right. you know, how to change our lives yeah. and how to be better. Even if you lie and say things like, I don't care about new year, new me, you know, it gets into your head. I'm and all a, of the advertising. All of the ads. Like, and also just all of the like, what are your new year's resolutions? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're I mean, all it's, making it's, goals. And also I think part of just the human experience is just wanting to better yourself. So I do think it's a positive thing to be like, oh, how do I make myself better? But the term quote unquote better is very obviously in like drenched in like social cues and mores that like don't necessarily have to do with better per se. And it, and it's, you know, it, there's no hate. I'm an Enneagram type seven and a Libra. So this is why I say <laughs> this is very hypercritical and something that I love being hypercritical about because You've probably been listening to this and you you clicked on this video because you've just finished making your mood board, your Pinterest board, and you scrapbooked and you've set it as the like screensaver to your phone. That's great. And I hope in this episode, we really can just get to how to make that actually productive mm. and not like kill yourself with aesthetics and right. get nowhere fast at all. And, it, and it's, you know, it, there's no hate. I'm an Enneagram type seven and a Libra. So this is why I say this is very hypercritical and something that I love being hypercritical about because you've probably been listening to this because you've just finished making your mood board, your Pinterest board, and you scrapbooked and you've set it as the like screensaver to your phone. That's great. And I hope in this episode, we really can just get to how to make that actually productive mm. and not like kill yourself with aesthetics and right. get nowhere fast at all. There's only so much time in the day. And like, you know, to be, whether it's quote unquote that girl or like an apex, like human being, it's like, you have to go to the gym. You have to work out. You have to run, whatever that is. Like you have to go to therapy. You have to be journaling. You have to be meditating. You have to have creative projects or endeavors or have a business or have a job or have friends or be networking or you know the list is endless and you you can't really have a partner have a family like 
take care of kids, Do a pet, walk a dog, make sure a dog <laughs> has enough time in the day where you're home that it could pee, yes, you know? Yeah, yeah. And like, there's not enough hours in the day. No. And so I do think part of the, like that girl or just like the even life hack trend yes. in a way, which this yes. sort of is a subcategory of is very, uh, although aspirational and generally yes. positive can get into that cycle of like, you're never enough because it's like, oh, well, I have time to get up at 4 a.m. and sleep enough and also, like, have a green juice and also eat healthy and also, like, you know, so I think it, it's really easy to get into this competitive mindset instead of to this, like, collaborative mindset or this, like, cooperative mindset. Absolutely. And then at that point, you're just doing things to show off. And instead of, like, you have a big goal. You have a big lofty dream. Pie in the sky. The, the the some it's been said before that the that girl trend really prioritizes the end goal and not the journey. Mm. And you have all of these things you want to do and all these things you want to achieve. And s- somehow by falling down the rabbit hole of this trend, we just might convince ourselves that waking up at five a.m. and making a matcha latte is going to make all of that happen. Yes, <laughs> and it just isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it'd be great. We get into some cautionary tales, and then don't worry, Ooh. don't worry, don't get scared. We'll come back (laughs) and we'll let you know the positive ways that I think just over what we've both seen and experienced in our collective lives and times of, you know, optimizing or Mm. working for a goal maybe are some positive ways to use this trend. So I love what you said about the, how it's so much work. Because I think that's like where uh, this really sparked with me and I wanted to talk about it was I saw a quote. I'm forgetting who the YouTuber was. This is mm-hmm. my bad. If I remember it, I'll put <laughs> it in the bio. Um, but there's a YouTuber that made a video and it's really about, have you heard of the trend? This is, I promise you this is connected. Soft life. The soft life trend. I don't think so. No. So soft life is another kind of <clears throat> life hacking trend in the same realm of that girl. Okay. But they're kind of like direct antithesis to each other because the soft life trend is almost as if it's almost the end goal that that girl wants. Like mm. if that girl just that girl's enough, she'll become soft life. And mm. soft life is like I wake up in the morning and I don't have a single thing to do. <gasps> I make a green tea oh, and that sounds so I you nice. know and I you know put on a nice um like a, a song that I love on my record player and my right. cozy white robe and I make a nice breakfast and I, you know, I check in with some clients, but I, I really work when I want to work mm-hmm. and I, you know what I mean? It's so, and I take a bubble bath at the end of the night. It's like things right. come to me easily because life is soft and I'm delicate and everything is luxurious. So it's like the, what is it called? Soft, soft life, soft life. Yeah. So that girl is looking for wealth and that wealth is the soft, soft life. life. Exactly. <laughs> and the so- and that wealth is the soft life. And I think it's so funny because I've seen so many people conflating the two. Like, oh, I'm mm. soft life and that girl. And I don't understand how no, that, that girl's happened. That girl's working. That girl has <laughs> got to get up at 5 a.m. and run before work. And run yeah. before yeah, work. Yeah, yeah, She's yeah. working really hard. And the, the quote that I read was, life gets to be easy. You're the one making it hard. Mm. And it makes me laugh because I go, okay, if you want to be soft life, <laughs> if that's what you want to get, if you have the means, the time, and the like socioeconomic status to be following that the that girl trend to a T and buying the crystals and the jewels, mm. which we'll get into the expensiveness of this, mm. you probably could just be soft life. Like you yes. actually could probably just jump yes. and like stop yes. doing all of that and just kind of soft life yourself into 
breathing like a little bit more like relaxing (laughs) like maybe take like an anti-anxiety pill like (laughs) just like rest you know because soft life is all about rest i'm gonna let life come to me i'm gonna work smarter not harder it's kind of like a it's in a sense could be very positive as well just like that girl but it ends up being incredibly classist Mm, when the entire trend suddenly is not about being soft at all but it's just about like flexing on how much money yeah i mean the, the funny thing is it's not actually like soft in that like the world's coming to you it's that you do not need to go to the world like yeah. you don't have to have like you have so much uh security mm. whether that be financial or whatever um that you don't have to think about anything other than like taking it slow and like what do you want to do today and like people don't really have that luxury no so it is it is very like coded not just in like class but also in like opportunity and like mm. you know all of that and feminization it's kind of like Mm -hmm. it's like the answer to i guess whereas that girl feels like a direct response to the way that women in the workplace have to work right now and how Mm -hmm. much we do have to like optimize our time and our Mm -hmm. life and work you know five times as hard so we can have it all prove we can have it all Mm -hmm. soft life's kind of like the oh no like the rebuttal to that like i will not be masculinized or Mm -hmm. whatever like you know i won't be i I won't be you know defeminized i i'm gonna be super feminine and super soft and everything's gonna be easy and Mm -hmm. everything's gonna come to me because i'm a woman and yin energy feminine energy is kind of like again at the extremes of these things they can all get super toxic Mm. uh, starting with the aspect of how expensive that girl is like i i think about it and i'm like holy shit with the amount of money build us a budget build us a budget (laughs) is that a part of the that girl trend and i'm really saying that as a word of caution like if you like what how much money is it costing to buy all those greens to make the green juice what what you know Mm -hmm. you're buying the fancy gizmos and the gadgets you know you're you'd got that new really what's that aesthetic like amazon blender with like ridges in it you know you got that one it's so expensive to to buy all of this food to have your lay labo signature scent to buy all of your incredibly expensive dip tea candles can you imagine like what (laughs) yeah your muji pens like everything about it is so commodified that it feels like it's doing the work of like 30 sales teams for yes. the health and wellness industry. Yes. And it's also very performative. I think that's also very interesting. Like, there's so many girls who have kind of made their entire channel or, like, internet presence. And I, again, don't fault them. I'm saying this because I watch them. <laughs> like, <laughs> they've made their entire Instagram presence, this, that girl kind of morning routine. Every single... Mm. I mean, I, it's like, we've gotten to a point where when I see a video, a YouTube thumbnail say the word productive, I, like, flinch a little bit, but still yeah. Stockholm Syndrome click on it. But, like, yeah. I don't know if any of you relate to that. But, like, I, I get, like, this tense, like, oh, my God, here we go. Like, yeah. productivity. But you're like, but I need to know. Like, is there know. a hack in there? Is there a I hack? I mean, it's interesting because it, it is, like, like, obviously, women being successful, women being at the top of their game, like, being able to achieve that is amazing. But it is interesting because, obviously, I don't know where this originated. No one does apparently i don't know if it was like a company or a person if it was an accident if it was a plant like not to be conspiratorial but like it does in a weird way feel um like this is a very gendered reaction to women being successful and women in the workforce which is almost like if you're distracted enough into doing all these other things then maybe you actually won't even achieve achieve this off life you'll just be stuck in spending money what we want you to spend money on right yes you can't have like wealth and like stable income if you're constantly spending it. <laughs> That's such a good point. <laughs> it's like, it's like, no, you literally took the words out of my mouth because like we, we really have to take a second and 
then stop and you know what something we never see in and these- it's so gendered even though it's like why can't a man talk about getting up at 5 a.m and going for a run and then and then drinking a green juice they do all the same shit they do all the same shit and, and it's also like when you see a guy if a guy makes a video like that right he's not telling and this by the way i hope this does not sound like classes at all like i've worked so many menial wage jobs and minimum wage jobs he's not telling the guy that works at like la fitness mm-hmm. that he needs to wake up and mm-hmm. journal and write up. he's not saying that he's like oh talking to other guys that work in the business sphere that work or other lawyers or if you're a doctor how to like he's talking mm-hmm. to his field or people that are like in a similar sphere or he's being a jackass man with a men with mics you know kind of kind of situation that is usually a con right but did that girl lifestyle puts somehow no focus Mm -hmm. even though we live in a capitalistic country puts no focus on what the work is the thing you never see Mm -hmm. like somehow Mm -hmm. they're that girl that girl that girling you know they went to work but all you see is them going to like starbucks in Mm -hmm. between like what is the work what do you do for work how does that look and so you spend so you spend all this time if you're spending all of your time right now doing your that girl morning routine in the morning but not actually focused on what is going to get you to the end goal of that 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 girl lifestyle and still going to like the same job that doesn't even really fund the yeah. that girl lifestyle. It's just well, very- it also it misrepresents what how much people are actually working, right? Where it's like I'll like yes. a lot of um let's say that there's the videos that's like a day in the life, right? Like I'm assuming that this fits in the that girl category, but Absolutely. like a lot of those videos, like I there you know there was one video in particular that went viral on Twitter and everyone was like laughing at her because it was like day in my life like follow me as a stay at home girlfriend and she was oh, and, yes. and have that you seen that girlfriend more so goes towards soft life but but, but it's like it's a mixture but it's it was the perfect it was a weird sad video that like everyone oh, no. kind of was laughing at online this. what was it basically it was just like this woman being like I first I wake up and then I grab coffee and then I make lunch for my husband mm. and then I kiss him goodbye and then I do laundry and then I take a nap and then. I do some emails and the emails was like literally five seconds of the day. Everything else was like, and then I fold the laundry and then I put the laundry away and then I go for my second coffee of the day and then I make some lunch. So it just sound, it just sounded like, Oh, you're like deeply sad and yeah. like you're deeply lonely and like you, you need to do something <laughs> else. But it was like, there's that, but also like any other YouTube videos where I've seen that have been day in the lives, like, it doesn't really feel like you said that work is the focus of the episode or of anything. And so even if they do talk about working, they'll be like, Oh, and this is at the time in the day when I send some emails and it's like, what emails, like, what do you do? And like, how long does it actually take? And like, are you self-employed? Are you employed by others? And like, obviously it it just depends from person to person. But if, if a majority of the like life hacks Mm. is captured as these non-work elements, then you assume that to get to that, end goal you don't actually have to work that hard or that you don't even have to prioritize work yes or that you can work for two hours out of the day and then the rest of the day can be all these other things which like every path to success is so different depending on the industry but it is this like again it is this like weird misrepresentation of like you're telling me that to succeed and like gain the sort of like wealth yeah has nothing to do with the amount of hours that I work, but it has to do with like drinking green juice. Hey, but you want to know like the crazy part about that? They're working. Like if you're, if you're watching their video on YouTube, you're watching them work. Mm-hmm. Like, so this, this is the part that really gets me. Like we, we, we would be remiss. We would never sit up here on this podcast and be like, and that's just how it goes. And you know, really don't worry about work and like, don't really <laughs> stress about your passions. This is us stressing about our passions. Yeah. This is us having a passion, being driven and dedicated to it and being like, let's do something about it. Like yeah. you are watching them 
move a camera around their house <laughs> yeah. to do multiple angles to film a video to monetize and make money off of right. it in which they act as if they've done nothing all day it yeah. doesn't make sense right. like they bought the product set up the set made sure their house was clean probably got it professionally clean made sure their hair looks good right. they're like this is good. what I do every day when it's like no this is this is, a this is a work this, this is, is work. work for you you're, you're selling set. you're selling a narrative and you're Absolutely. selling a dream and that is what allows you to get the monetization which allows you to yes. do more of nothing yes and then pretend that's actually what you're doing when yes. what you're really doing is like pretending to do nothing, do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> making a green juice makes you money yeah it loses everyone else the money and so this is something that I, a cautionary tale that i think is so important to me is that i actually fell into this habit during 2020 now it wasn't yet called the that girl trend like there mm -hmm. was no title for it but it was definitely in the morning routine era of mm. youtube so we were okay. heavily in morning routine night routine optimization, mm -hmm. you know, wellness hacking. Gwyneth Paltrow was running rampant. It was, yes. We were all in that. And I was watching a YouTuber. I don't know if you know her. Her name's Grace Beverly. Mm -mm. She founded uh, an incredible workout, sustainable workout clothing company called Tala. Okay. She's super smart, Oxford grad. Um, and she Ooh. loves to work out. Yeah, she's a great person to follow. Honestly, I'm glad that if it had to be anyone, it was Grace. But I was following her channel. And if you know anything about her channel, before she became a really successful businesswoman, it was a lot of uh, day in the lives and videos of her working out and videos of like how she would eat. Mm. And I would spend my all of my days watching Grace Beverly, Lauren Geraldo, Whitney Simmons live a life I wanted to live mm -hmm. and do nothing to get there. And mm. I'm not saying that you actually need to be doing something to get somewhere at all. I think that's a, that's a whole nother story for a whole nother day, but the <laughs> over-optimization of productivity and mm. working, I'm saying this in quotations, or everyone yeah. listening um, in this country, saddens me, especially amongst like, the younger people like us, like it's just, it's, there's too much of a focus and you have time and you get to, you get to feel like life is long. Mm -hmm, <laughs> you don't mm -hmm. have to like stress it so much, but if you are like that and you know, type A or like career inclined, like just spending all day sipping a green, I was sitting on my couch <laughs> drinking the green juices with her yeah. as I watched this woman build a company. Yeah. And you're like, I up. feel myself changing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. I was like, wait, wait, I'm living vicariously through these people. What a load of horseshit. You're like, I feel myself getting better, but you're like, it's just the iron, I'm sweetie. Like, yeah. I'm not doing a damn thing. I'm like, I'm sitting at my home in suburban Georgia, sipping a green juice that I forced like my mother to get all the ingredients from, yes. feeling productive yes. whilst doing nothing. You're like, I feel so energized. It's like, because you're eating kale. You're eating kale. Because <laughs> I got up and I did my morning routine and I journaled. And then I'm like, but I didn't do shit else. And I would be like, and I'd be like, wait a minute. I'm, she's doing a lot more. Like, she's, yeah. she's going on business meetings. She's calling people. She's setting up decks. She's doing strategy. She's educating herself. She was always mm. taking classes. And <laughs> I kid you not, it sounds so like, and then I did this and then this all worked out. But I'm telling you, I remember that like feeling in that moment so strong. I was sitting in my room. I watched my last Grace Beverly video of the entire summer. And I literally logged out of YouTube on my TV, like logged out. I was like, oh, this is crazy. Like, I can't do this anymore. I have a degree and a bright future. And I don't know what is happening. But I'm doing nothing. And I was like, OK, yeah, got to pick yourself up, girl. Like, time to go get that. And I literally picked myself up, started looking up like mentorship programs for film and TV and mm. like how to talk to people. It was 2020. Everybody was feeling, you know, yes. very guilty. And I was like, I'm black and it's 2020. Let me see who can be a job. Yes. <laughs> yes. I was like, let me actually start looking. And I was like, oh, <laughs> let me look. I started like editing stuff that I had worked on previously and I started working. Like, let me just, I can make the damn green juice, yes. but let me also like start doing something. <laughs> Do the ugly stuff that wouldn't mm. look good on camera and like right. go call people. And, and, and I moved out to LA two yeah. months after that. Well, the interesting thing is I feel like it's really easy when you are 
not in like an entertainment hub. And like Georgia is pretty much also an entertainment hub. Yeah, but it was like suburbs. Yeah. But it doesn't, well, I've never been there. So you correct me. (laughs) But speaking as someone who went to college in LA and went to a very like competitive college, like people always had internships every semester. Like people always also had a job on top of that. People obviously were getting like, I mean, not literally everyone, but were vying for straight A's or like, you know, being able to graduate on top. And so all of, and then on top of that, like obviously having friends and all this stuff. So it's like, it really was like in a way, like college felt like a very, uh, very intense exercise on everyone being that girl. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, to use this new term I learned today. Yes. And, um, and I think when you're, especially being in LA, which is a hub of entertainment and being around people who want to go in entertainment, it does almost feel like the pressure is, is like, uh, maximized because you're like, uh Oh, we're here and we're wasting time. Yeah. But I think when you're not in, if you are vying for an industry that you're not in like yeah. or that you're not in a location where it's like as big as it's as it's ever yeah. been then or it will be or I don't know whatever it's a lot easier to be like oh well I'm at my pace and I'm doing my pace and I'm doing fine yeah but it is it does change I think when you get to New York LA and then all of a sudden like the pace is so much quicker and then you start feeling like you're falling behind which in a way it does like kick you in the butt so it's like it is this weird thing where it's like it is good but you're right it's like it is overproductive and I think that overproductivity is heightened in places like LA and New York absolutely and not that they don't exist but like I think for particular industries right like if you're um in tech and you're living in like Arizona it's going to feel like a very different pace than if you're in tech working in Silicon Valley no you're absolutely right going to school in New York felt exactly like that like and I think this was an interesting like shock Mm -hmm. having I think it was taking an much needed, by the way. So anybody listening is not like, oh yeah, we don't ever need to be resting. You need to be resting. Yes, I yeah. think I was just in a state of taking a very much needed rest. Yeah. Um. And when you're doing that, it's nice to be like, oh, I'm resting, and this is what I will be doing with my life. Yes, exactly. But then you you start you've rested. You're well rested, and you're like, okay, well, I'm rested, but I'm still not doing that and with that my was, life. Yes. Yeah. So that's a really good point. Yes. So that that gives to give everybody more like color into the situation. Yeah. I'm not trying to like prioritize <laughs> over productivity. Yeah. Not like I was spending the whole summer thinking about mm-hmm. what I wanted to do next, just that when I got to the part of the summer where I started to feel really antsy and like, mm. I was like, okay, I'm ready. Cause I'm just a doer. And yeah. yes, after years of going to school at FIT in yeah. New York, it's just like, <laughs> you know, no one even has time to watch a that girl video. Like yes. you're just going, going, you're doing it, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's not green juices. It's yes. um, dollar bagels and dollar <laughs> pizzas. And, uh, but you're doing it. All those things that those girls say there, it's like such a funny dichotomy. It's like, Oh, well, if you're going to all the shows and you're, you know, working fashion week and you're, you know, going to a studio set and doing a shoot, you're probably not making a green juice and like <laughs> journaling. Like, you know, yes. so it's a funny thing to try to find. Like, so I understand there's positives for the that girl mm-hmm. lifestyle to say, well, let's try to find some balance, right? Yeah. Like, let's try to find times in your day where you like give back to yourself. However, to take it right back into the loop of overproductivity, what is why does the giving back to yourself need to be productive? I right, think that's actually right. my main problem with that girl. And well, I, cause I tried it out. You know who I am. You know yeah. I tried yeah, it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm going to wake up at six 30 and I'm yeah. done, done, done. I hate mornings. Like I, I just don't even understand. The only thing that could and ever. And you know what? I, uh, you keep trying it out. And so yeah, do we all. And like, sometimes you'll, you'll text me and be like, yeah, I'm going to do this thing. And I'll be like, okay. And then you'll be like, I hated it, I but hated I'm going to do it again. Cause it's probably good. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. And it's just like, I think that's also just the journey of like being a person in the world is constantly evolving and constantly being like, okay, I tried this. I'm like, okay, well I didn't try it now. You know no. what I mean? Like life has changed. So yeah. maybe the circumstances will change. You're right. Like I, 
I think one of the very interesting things about the like that girl lifestyle is this like, oh, well, you can be really productive, but you can also take time to journal and meditate and like go to therapy, which are all amazing things people should be doing. But I, I find when I'm doing well, those aren't really things that I'm really good at like prioritizing because I'm like oh I'm doing so good I don't really need to journal about it you know and then it isn't until things are going really bad that I'm like oh this has to be majority of my time (laughs) I have to to I have to make sure that like I'm doing all of these things to keep myself good and then the minute I'm fine I don't even need to think about it but it's like it is like integrating those things long term can obviously help to avoid any of those like immediate spirals or whatever that can happen sometimes with mental health but like it is it does feel interesting because it's like well is the perfect life or whatever it is that we're trying to achieve like constantly being healthy a little bit or is it that like health like happiness comes and goes you know what I mean like what what is it that we're looking for what is it that we're trying to achieve because it feels like the goal is always moving a little bit and honestly that's a really good tie-in to I guess something that could make this very positive that keeps getting overlooked which is the that girl trend could be so much more powerful Mm -hmm. right if we optimized it for our own lives like Mm -hmm. we need to just be able to align our actions like with Mm -hmm. our own identities Mm -hmm. and make it super specific to Mm -hmm. to the individual person because it's so interesting that this thing that i think was just somebody probably creating their perfect morning routine their goals were probably oh i don't drink enough greens so maybe the first video was a green juice and a walk in the morning and I've been seeing my therapist and my therapist said to, you know, do this journal activity. So I'm mm-hmm. going to, I'm going to add that to my morning routine and that's right. it, you know? And now we've gotten that girl for weight. It's always weight loss. It's always yes. something toxic. We're all just seeing the same wealthy, thin white woman in every video, mm-hmm. which almost no one could relate to. Right. And, and we're supposed to now want to be her by doing an, a uh, numerous amount of actions that you will never achieve. Mm-hmm. You'll never stick to. Mm-hmm. You're never, I mean, like, I'm sorry to say Nor it. Are they like, going to get you what you they're want. They're not going to get you what yeah. you want. I'm going to really be harsh here. But like, if you put on your list that you want to wake up at 530 and drink your damn green juice and do a meditation and a journal and a walk and a workout and read the Bible and read, the Bible and read a bo- other book and a self-help book and write down some lines. You, I want you to crumple up that list, please, and throw it away because all you're doing is setting yourself up for another feeling a failure mm. for another entire year when it's mm. like you're, you were never going to do all of that it's kind of like i don't remember what that do you remember what that 75 hard did you ever hear about that no oh my gosh we could talk about that later like other life hacking videos but <laughs> biohacking videos but 75 hard was basically this like workout trend that went really popular last year you, as you can see we're all a little bit too obsessed with productivity mm-hmm. and hacking and optimizing and it was like um you're supposed to like there's like these rule guidelines you're supposed to follow for 75 days and you can't there's no cheat days and you can't miss a day and if you miss a day you got to start over again yeah why are people so mean i mean like <laughs> seriously do you feel like you're yourself? worth nothing if you mess up this diet it's, it's like the diet is supposed to, what yeah it's like you got to work out twice a day once outside once inside like who the hell made up these rules it's like a profit like like who says this is gonna help you and why can't you mess up yeah. why is there no room for error if you're setting your you're setting yourself up for failure when it's like that person probably just had three things. The first of that girl probably just had three things on the list yeah. and didn't care that much. And it was just about yeah. like things that I want to add for my year. And I realized that my version of quote unquote that girl, my that girl morning routine is the most comfortable morning possible. Mm. Because guess what? I mean, productive as hell all throughout the day. We go to work. We go to work. I, when I, If I have to do work, I'm going to fit it in 
to the work day. That's being productive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Carving out time, as we call it, stealing time in the corporate <laughs> world, okay? <laughs> you got a book to write, girl. You better write it on your lunch break or when your boss is, if you work in a corporate job. There's always an hour you can steal <laughs> to write your book. Like, if you can't fit it into the morning, don't beat yourself up. Like, don't beat yourself up if you didn't write your poetry mm-hmm. at 7.30 a.m. or you didn't... Or at 7.30 p.m. when you've had a full day of work, right? Yes, yeah. and yeah. it's like... it. It's so funny because I feel like the reason we don't talk about the that girl night routine is because it's probably the <laughs> only like part of the day where everybody kind of collectively agrees to just chill the fuck out. Like yeah, everyone's yeah, like, yeah. yeah, we don't want to talk. Everyone's like, it's been long. It's been long. Yeah. <laughs> it's been <laughs> long. Go to bed. Yes. Yeah. But I don't think I could ever wake up. There's nothing in me that sees a reason that I need to be productive before 8 a.m. Like mm. what am I? Even at 8 a.m. that's pushing it, but at least I'm like, okay, getting ready for work. Why am I being tasked with already the, the amount of overproductivity, overoptimization that we do in a day as people right now are bombarded with screens and information mm-hmm. in a way we've mm-hmm. never been. We're all yeah. stressed and have so much anxiety. We're talking to people. We're communicating more than humans have ever been forced to do, thinking more than we've ever been forced to do. And now we're like, oh, you know those like three hours that you could either be sleeping <laughs> or doing something pure, like one thing, like a purely restful thing. Oh, yeah. How about you just like add a shit ton of stuff you barely wanted to do into it because it'll make you healthier? It's like, no, I think it's really about optimizing. Like if I had to make my perfect morning routine that was optimized for me, you know what I would do would get me out of bed because I do want to start waking up early simply because I want to fix my sleep schedule, which is a hot mess. (laughs) It's not good for me. And I see that in like my workouts, you know, throughout the week and like just being tired at work. I'm like, okay, my sleep schedule is very off. So if I was to wake up a bit earlier, would not be the ass crack of dawn. It'd be like 7, 7.15. I actually know a lot of really amazing business women that wake up at 7.15, guys. So just so you know, you can be a millionaire businesswoman and wake up past 7 a.m. You don't actually have to get up when it's dark outside. And setting myself two things that I can do that will deeply relax me and make me feel like I am truly mm. buying time for myself. And for me, that'd be like taking a bath. I took yeah. a bath one morning before work and I felt like I literally won the lottery. <laughs> like making a coffee, yeah. ordering in DoorDash, <laughs> Postmates, French toast, <laughs> um, watching anime. I don't know mm. what it is. I love watching cartoons in the morning. It makes yeah. me feel like I'm going to like school or like a time where I just didn't have to focus on stress so much like yeah it's, it's so not productive it's like the opposite of productivity that <laughs> right. my brain's just like this is awesome like, right even though i'm gonna have to deal with a bunch of people and stressful work and deadlines in the next so like last next 12 hours of the day i'm gonna be on call people are gonna be texting me until 9 p.m if i get to watch these cartoons take my little bath or my personal favorite wake up roll over and read a book an actual book that i like Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> okay, not Atomic Habits. I mean, like a narrative novel that is not going to help me become a better person, but it just makes me a much nicer person throughout the day. Yes. Um, that's my perfect morning routine. Yeah. What's your perfect morning routine, Lauren? Okay, okay. Um, and it can actually be productive. I will say I do prefer waking up earlier in the morning. Because You're a morning person. Kind of. I mean, the, the weird thing is I think I feel the most creative at night, but I feel the best as a person when mm. and I think because of the way that our work schedule works like Absolutely. maybe if it was different obviously if we lived elsewhere yeah, if we had you know sense. CS in the middle of the day might be different but for my current life <laughs> <laughs> I would say uh even though I feel the most creative at night and like that's always how I felt growing up too and and it wasn't until I started to work um at my current job where I would get up an hour early before my my boss was working and start yes. working so that like any and all questions that might pop up, I would be able to like answer by the time they were on. Mm. 
um, and just like keep the trains moving or whatever. And so when that happened, it meant that I had to get up even earlier mm-hmm. so that I could like be fully awake by the time I started. Um, and I wasn't doing this at the time, but when I would do that, I would like, I would feel like I had a full day by the time it was 10. So I do really like being able to wake up early and I haven't really been in that, uh, headspace. And the only thing that makes me feel like, okay, I'm actually fully awake at this time is when I get up and like go do a workout. So like, I'm a big fan of like hot yoga or Pilates or cycling, basically anything where it feels like I'm literally going to sweat everything out. And so it, it, it is just like one of those things where it, I think being able to like have something that like raises my heart rate and like gets all the blood flowing. And then I go home, take a shower, like make my coffee, like settle in. I did used to journal when I wasn't doing okay. Yeah, but you're great. You're, <laughs> but you now great I don't really exercises. need to do that. And so I guess I would probably just like watch TV and drink my coffee before. I don't know. I do like reading. I'm going to go out on a ledge and say that, even though there's been many a times I've been quoted saying that I hate reading. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go with she loves reading. <laughs> I Everybody, love it. She loves reading. But I do, I do like reading specifically nonfiction because I really like learning things. And in a weird way, because I'm not very consistent with reading, I think it's almost the easiest and most enjoyable thing to read because I can kind of pick it up and not feel like I'm like, wait, where was this character? It's like, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, you don't, I don't know. I just feel like I forget things less than with narrative. Anyway. um, And so like, maybe I might do that. Like being able, like, I think some of the best uh, morning routines that I had was when I was on this vacation and I was staying at this hotel And every morning I would like wake up, have my coffee, put on my swimsuit, grab a book, go to the pool, like read my book, hop in the pool, be in the pool with my book. Like, and it was just like, you were on vacation. vacation. You were on vacation. There was no work. There was no no work work to be at. But here's the thing. I still woke up at the same time. And by the time, like same thing as a bath. You know what I mean? It's the same thing as a bath. Basically my soft life would be no work ever. Pool. (laughs) Uh, jacuzzi, another pool. You know? Yes, yes. But it, but like I think the key word too is that it's like sometimes and maybe yes. you know it's not I th- like a I rigid. Just like, I yeah. do these five steps, but when it makes sense for you, you wake up in the morning and you go, "I want to read nonfiction." That's yes. wonderful. Yes, but it's not. Totally. I need to read to be a better person. Totally. It is one of those things where it's like I don't like I like the feeling of working out because it releases everything. Yeah. Like I sweat everything out Absolutely. and also it just makes me feel more awake for the rest of the day. So it's like, it is one of those things where it's like, and I still don't work out every day. Right. Like, I mean, some people do, but like kind uh, of, yeah, but yeah, kind of who yeah, does, exactly, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like but kind of who does, but if you do like, you know, my dad, like he does that, like yeah. that's great. If you do, yeah. I'm in love with you, yeah. but if you don't, that's okay too. Yeah. Cause I don't either. No. And so like, it is one of those things where it's like, that might not happen every day, but just like, something that helps me feel awake and then being able to use that time to just be either with myself or like with a partner or like whatever the situation is at the time. And like, that just like always makes me feel more stable and like, you know, set for the day. Cause I'm like, okay, I'm not waking up and my time is now someone else's, you know? Yeah. I love that. You don't need to add in things that don't benefit you. Like Mm -hmm. if a meditation is not your jam, you don't have to add a meditation and you know, you can, if a workout in the morning makes you feel great, that's great. If you miss it, you can do it in the afternoon or forget Mm -hmm. about it. Like it's, it's this super rigid ADHD hyperfixation. Like I'm going to set 12 goals thing that I think is screwing with people. And it's like, you just get to pick when those things work for you. That also brings us towards the wrap, which is just Making sure that whatever you're doing and whatever you take out of the that life, 
the that life, <laughs> the that girl trend helps you personally mm. and that you don't get so bogged down in mm. like whatever this laundry list of things you're supposed to be doing are um because it is good right like the things that it can help you do with, with that girl helps give your life some structure right mm. we're all living in this like post-covid remote yeah. work situation with like no structure to anything yeah. we're doing on a day-to-day basis i totally understand wanting more structure yeah. helps you romanticize the little things and like be thankful for simple small moments in life right yeah. and even if you just need to get your groove back and you want to record your quote-unquote that girl you know video for yourself mm-hmm. your private instagram your just your like own camera yeah, figure out what your own app. morning routine is yeah figure yeah. out what your own what your own mornings could look like mm-hmm. um reminds you to care about yourself to care about mental health yeah uh, and to you know give yourself a little healthy goal setting competition against yourself but i think that the only way to do that is not to become so wrapped up in the image of what that girl is supposed to look like yeah and it truly is just about doing what you want to do because everything yeah. you just said is like things that you want to do you want to do hot yoga you want mm-hmm. to do pilates maybe the, that girl on your pinterest board is only running mm-hmm. and only doing mat pilates maybe you want to do boxing and maybe mm-hmm. you want to do oh, it at 7 p.m you know yeah. maybe you don't want to do any workout you actually don't care about working out yeah you barely want to stretch like yes. you can do whatever what's the thing you, you want to do adult gymnastics adult <laughs> you want to join the kickball team like yeah. i think that it's so important to just you know what write go ahead and write down a list of things you want to do don't even think about morning routine night routine mm-hmm. write a list of things that you want to start doing a small list yeah. of things yeah. and I mean I think the thing that like is kind of important to remember as like a community uh society is that like as much as we love and crave structure in terms of like the predictability of it you know the stability that it obviously provides the goal setting the aspirational aspect of it like whether that goes from literally like an outline for writing or an outline for an essay with the same thing or (laughs) or an outline for um you know what you want your day to be or what you want your career goals to like whatever it is like structure in any form is also uh like um an idealized thing and it like with everything in life whether it be like what you're writing or where you're going in life or like who your partner is let's say you have a structure for what you want Mm. your partner to look like Mm. like all of those things are um not set in stone and so like similarly if you have this quote-unquote morning routine it's going to change depending on the month the week the uh time of of day season you know, how you're feeling, if you're sick, if you're well, like if you have a partner, if you're single, like I think it's just keeping in mind and being, being kind to yourself Mm. and like realizing that that's just like the ebb and flow of life. I mean, to, (laughs) as it seems to me, I don't know if I've ever seen life be a single way for the rest (laughs) of your life, you know? So I think it's just like keeping in mind, like, yeah, like do those things, like invest in yourself, figure out what you want, figure out what you're like, you know, all of those things, but also like leave room for whatever else is going to happen in between. Absolutely. I love that. And we're not saying that you can't love aesthetics because no, we love, love aesthetics. This is an Look aesthetic. Look at how we're dressed. Look at how we're you dressed. You literally can't because it's a podcast. Yeah, you can't. Um, but if you can see us on our video versions, we love aesthetics. Lauren's got literally everything in here is aesthetic. Our houses are basically mid-century modern travertine. And I mean, it's it's as aesthetic yes. as you could get. So we're, we're not telling you not to care about aesthetics. But just to understand that even the people no, you No, don't look, care about them. I want to buy yeah, all of it. I We need to care about it so you don't care about it. So we look no the one like mid-century modern. Nobody like mid-century modern. <laughs> yes, so row it away. 
way. Um, it's us collaboration, also yep. as competition. competition. But just remember that all of your favorites that uh, subscribe to this lifestyle that, that you think they do, you know, the Haley Beavers, she wakes up with morning breath. Lori <laughs> Harvey, she skips workouts sometimes. She doesn't get everywhere she needs to go. She wakes up with messy hair and has to put herself together. Gwyneth Paltrow, I'm sure there's mornings. She doesn't even have time to have breakfast much less a green juice, a smoothie, an acai bowl, like, you know, and Kourtney Kardashian, well, I'm sure there's something about her that's also fucked up, but we'll, we'll get there. I mean, now with Travis, it's hard to say. <laughs> it's Travis, it's hard to say. Um, anyway, happy for her. Happy wife, happy life. Yes, so quick yes. wrap. Um, because you've heard enough of us today. Um, <laughs> Lauren, what have you been obsessed with? Oh, oh, um, super random. But my friend does an amazing Australian accent. She has ever since we were, like, younger. And for some reason this week, I've just been like, all I want to do is just, like, hear it all the time. <laughs> and I don't know why. So but, um, yeah, I highly I highly recommend leaning into and uh, celebrating and thanking your friends that, that uh, bring uh, so much entertainment and wonder to your life. Because if I didn't have a friend who did a fake Australian accent so well, I don't know. I don't know if I'd know what an Australian sounds like. Just kidding. No, but it's fake. You're like, this is everything I know about an Australian (laughs) accent. I mean, a real Australian. I'm like, no, No. that's not the accent. A bit off, don't you think? You're like, excuse me. (laughs) Okay, Kayla, what are you obsessed with? Um, I have been obsessed with the newest season of Too Hot to Handle. Okay. (laughs) Have you been watching it? No. I don't think I've ever seen a full season or episode, but I have watched season recaps. You know what I mean? Oh, yes. It's the dumbest most amazing reality show like with a fake moral compass of yes. like wanting these crazy sex scenes to to like stop their it doesn't make ways. any sense also i've no seen sense. i don't remember any of them because obviously i was just watching a recap but there are some challenges where they're supposed to like foster intimacy but yeah. they're the weirdest challenges no, that and don't actually and like foster intimacy you yeah. should see the ones from this season there's one where they're supposed to be getting their erotic energy out on the canvas and they're basically just all these people that are fucking on top of a canvas like like an actual like canvas canvas of paint i mean it's so graphic at some point that you're like um that's very this, yoko ono is, of yeah, yeah like, <laughs> is this helping it's so good um the main couple that's wreaking all the havoc is hilarious they've spent so much money usually in like groups of three different dis- indiscretions um and i also love that show honestly because they're always beautiful black women in it mm. i think that's like honestly why and every yeah. other dating show seems to not know how to cast black women in dating shows yes they're like eyes wide shut like no like we don't know where to find them and this is like the one show that 10 out of 10 times they cast a black woman she's gorgeous she's a prize and it is so easy to watch well and there's it's not just like one black woman right well sometimes oh, oh yeah we're still okay. there but sometimes it's more well yeah. We'll get better. We'll get better. But you know what? We'll get At better. Least, they're also all, I'm assuming, super skinny. They're all super skinny. Oh, right. sometimes we have a teeny <clears throat> bit of body diversity, but not very much. I just think generally the reality canon is still very much Absolutely. like in the 90s yeah. in terms of like body image oh, and all are you that. Kidding? Yeah. Of course, early 2000s. Yeah. yeah heroin Which is, cheek. <laughs> I mean, honestly, in a way, it is also a bit about like commodification because like Absolutely. if that is what people want to be, it's like aspirational, then they're like, okay, well, then they'll be more interested in seeing it. Yes. So it's a whole freaking. No, it's a whole thing about beauty yeah. standards, it's, which is when we say, you know, she's a prize. Every every woman that goes on any of these shows, every man, every person is a prize, right? Like, it's it's just that they purposefully cast 
the exact beauty standards. Mm. So then you're very sensitive to it when you're watching, right? Whether you're watching a girl who's a redhead or you're watching like an Asian girl or you're watching a black girl, well, whoever like you feel represented by, you're watching them really closely because you don't see them a lot mm. and you're watching to see, okay, well, she better perfectly fit the beauty standard or you're literally <laughs> right. setting her up for failure right. because totally. you brought all these other girls who are like the perfect, like racially ambiguous beauty standard. And now we're all like uncomfortable. The rest of us are like uncomfortable, like <laughs> watching it like, oh my God, like this is interesting, but I'm kind of hurting. Yeah. And I feel like this show, at least, I've never had to clench when I'm watching it. I'm just kind of, like, laughing and, like, enjoying the trash that is, you yeah, know, yeah. Uh, taught to handle. So I've been loving it. Hell yeah. All right. So that's our episode. Honestly, this was this felt very therapeutic. I feel like I needed oh, to get um, all of my thoughts about that oh, girl God. down. If you've made it this far, thanks for sitting in on the rant. Yeah. I had so much fun today. Thank you for, for leading us through that. Um I guess there's nothing else to say other than I'm obsessed with you. I'm obsessed with you. You're so cute.